0: Data Mesh Radio is provided as a free community resource by Data Mesh Understanding. It is produced and hosted by me, Scott Herleman. I started this podcast as a place for practitioners to get useful information about Data Mesh, and we're at over 200 episodes already. This is a Mesh Musings episode where I do a relatively short overview, some might call a few of them rants, on a specific topic related to Data Mesh. I try to put, uh, you know, my few summary takeaways in the show notes too, to make it easy to decide if this will be useful for you. Quick reminder as well to hit the Data Mesh Understanding link in the show notes to easily review listings of past episodes you might have missed. You know that I've grouped up on different topics to make it easy if you want to do like a deep dive into governance or something like that. Do check out the Data Mesh Understanding offerings as well and the free community introduction roundtable programs while you're there. Now with that, on to the mesh musing. Okay, this one, controversial opinion. You must register your use case with the data producer. Mesh Musings number 42. Uh, This one, when I bring it up, I seem to get a lot of flack for it. I've said it often because honestly, I I think if you aren't doing this, you're 100%, maybe 85% at least, missing the point of data mesh and data contracts. I don't think I have a lot of agreement on this, but I'm going to stick to it because to me, it's a low effort ask with potentially massive returns on the extra effort from increased trust, collaboration, and understanding and decreased risk. So, what do I mean here? I mean that even though we supposedly have these wonderful, reusable, inherently understandable data products in Data Mesh, that's Kind of a pipe dream, especially right now. And this is the whole art of the possible. Let's dig into my crazy bag of cats we call a brain, and talk about why we actually need to be registering use case, which means a data consumer getting explicit about how they will be using a data product and, and what are their requirements, and and just kind of what more could there be. So nothing is inherently usable by everyone. I don't just mean in data is that it just isn't the case. That's why there are instructions on just about everything ever, right? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's instruction manuals that come with shovels now. People keep trying to say we need data models that are so perfect, anyone can just understand everything about them without lots of documentation, almost self-documenting data products. To me, that is laughably naive, at least to where we are capabilities wise in the world of data, especially when you're putting that on data. Number one, at least in data mesh, we are trying to lower the bar to who can consume data. This is data people not thinking about people who are newer to data, where it isn't the main focus of their role. Data democratization will mean we need to do better data models, but much like Jamax said of the data can't protect itself, it's going to be nigh on impossible for it to explain itself. Number two, in data mesh, we are handing over data ownership to domains, and we are suddenly significantly raising the bar on how well-crafted their data models have to be. Hey, software engineer, I I know you are newish to data and really thinking about this, but I need you to fully understand exactly how someone might want to use this and interpret it and communicate everything in a language we are just teaching you of, you of the data model language, right? You have to learn not only your data, but how to make it inherently understandable, even by people who are also just learning about data on the consumer side. Cool, right? No. Not cool, of course not cool. Another aspect of the challenge I see in general is the lack of understanding of product marketing and market research and kind of that aspect of of doing something as a product. Pretend I am someone in the domain tasked with sharing my data. I may assume you will find how I think about my data useful, but how do I know? Do I actually understand what consumers want? How can I put out this new data product without the conversation, right? I kind of even have this on um, uh, my Mesh Musings and stuff where I, me trying to figure out what topic should I care about is pretty difficult. So sometimes, you know, thinking about, will I waste a ton of work? Sometimes I do that myself. You know, oh, I bet people will want this uh, essentially in real time. So I'll make this expensive choice to do that with my data product. Oh, no, my consumers are okay with things being a four-hour lag, but they need better accuracy checks. But completeness of these really difficult to maintain columns is only a nice to have. Awesome. I can make adjustments. And that is just the initial user of a data product, right? So thinking about all of that, like you just don't know. Are you putting a data product out into the void? So we have producers that aren't sure exactly what to share and how to share data in such a way that consumers can easily use it. Doesn't that sound like the old way of pushing reports to people? Registering a, a use case shares the context of how you will use someone's data. Sounds obvious, but it's important to make that clear. I mentioned Sarita Baxter, episode number 52 a lot because she really opened my eyes to a few things. When you were digging into a use case, then more information might become available to you. Oh, you want phone number? You said you want that, but I can't give that to you. Oh, you just want the area code, and you only want kind of rough location, so first three numbers of the zip code are sufficient? Awesome. That means we aren't putting PII at risk. Excellent, I can give you so much more context for your use case. Or as Khan Chow and Juanes Rosier's mentioned in their episodes of pushing work upstream, oh, you were doing these transformations? Well, I actually have the data you want already, and I can just add the column. You don't have to do that. Or even more importantly, oh, you were trying to accomplish XYZ? That data that you're looking at, it isn't best for that. I have this other data that you could use. Or I could transform the data like this and combine with this and when a producer knows the consumer's use case, they can, one, potentially add additional data or suggest a better set of data to accomplish it. Two, give access to sensitive data because the use case falls within regulatory or ethical boundaries or whatever. Or three, take on the work themselves as it might benefit other consumers of their data product, right? Pushing that upstream. This registering of use case, I think, is incredibly important when you start to enter your phase two of a data mesh journey, kind of that going wide phase. When you first start your data mesh implementation, it's all about launching data products that are reusable, but that are also kind of fit for purpose to a use case. Well, new users come along and find that data product and start using that, and the producers don't really know how, or that initial user has evolved how they're using that data product. Why, why don't we have the conversation? I get it. We are all busy, but really, a 30-minute conversation with the team to make sure you're on the same page, that's too much to ask. Really? Then is the data even valuable? If it—if a 30-minute conversation to make sure you've got it right or to, to potentially make it much better, if that's not valuable, then... Who is the data valuable in general? The consumer should want to do this, and the producer should require it. We can't have this culture of, ooh, I found data. I will just consume from it and assume I know what's going on. Again, this could lead to a far more valuable to the consumer collaboration with the producer, and the producer is more knowledgeable about use cases, and they can claim more value from their data. We'll get into credit sharing in a later episode around measuring your value and stuff like that, but. It gives them a much better story because they understand exactly how it's used, and this can, you know, potentially make things better for the consumer. It it just also greatly prevents a lot of risk. I can feel comfortable knowing how others are using my data. You know, Sarita Backs talked about that again. Of I need to know what you're going to do, and then oh, okay, I get it. I, I feel comfortable, or I'm I'm going to transfer my regulatory risk because that's a little risky. So. I'm going to transfer that regulatory risk to you. But like that's like the name of the game, right? A biggie for me here is, again, the necessary service level agreements. Let's say I have a data product. The initial use case it was used for was Project Alpha. Well, Project Alpha has moved on or been wrapped up or whatever. But I have three consumers of my data product who are not part of Project Alpha. I have a set of SLAs and have columns and transformations specifically designed to serve Project Alpha. How well is the data product serving my remaining three customers? Could I relax some constraints to make it a better data product for them in general? Do I have something far better for one of the consumers? And I can just, again, add that column. I could go on and on, but let's not. And again, so much of this is about the technical implementation rather than information sharing. Do my consumers really fully understand what they are consuming? Could we make it better? Can we reduce cost? Are we actually collaborating instead of silently consuming? The point of data products isn't to build a product from data. It's to create a trustworthy and well-understood communication vehicle for information. Think about transport. You've been sending out a school bus to pick up one kid. Really, they, they just need a bike. Or you were driving a two-seater sports car and your passenger is going to be a baby in a car seat, right? You're not fit for purpose. You're not doing the right things. And yes, again, reusability. But like, if you don't need it, don't do it. We can adjust our data products to be better, but we need to collaborate and communicate. So do I mean actually literally register? Yeah, probably. That way the systems also understand how you're using things, right? You have that with your data cro- contract system. Yes, I know the software around data contracts right now is not great, but like we need to be able to actually literally register it. It also means, though, have the darn conversations, please. So let's reflect on why I think you need to register usage of of a data product as a consumer. One, data isn't ever going to be fully self-describing, at least not deep context-rich data, and it definitely won't be as we focus on data democratization. It won't be for everybody. So you need to register your use case to make sure you and the producer are on the same page for what is truly being shared and why it's being consumed. Number two, data producers don't know what data consumers want. And especially don't know what potential data consumers want. Oh, you know, I kind of want this, but it doesn't really give me exactly what I want. So I'm just not going to get what I want versus "Eh, like talk to them without, you know, we can't know, data producers can't know what consumers want without more information and conversation. Data producers kind of suck at doing that right now, of going out and finding that information. So help them out and improve the information flow. Who knows? They might have something way better for you as a, as a consumer. Number three, you might actually be able to get add a heck of a lot more useful information if the producer, A, understands your use case and knows they can give you access to the PII or sensitive stuff because your use case is fine on ethical, legal, regulatory checks, and or B, you are taking on the risk if you violate those ethical, legal, regulatory bounds, right? You might be able to get so much more awesome and useful data. Number four, you need to communicate what would most effectively help you achieve a target outcome and have a reasonable collaborative negotiation between data producers and consumers. Just consuming from a data product as is might not meet your needs well enough. And we've settled for that for so long because it's been the only thing that's available for us. But if we know who is the owner, why aren't we having this conversation? And finally number 5, kind of similar to number 1, but just getting a much better understanding of what you are are really consuming, right? Does that does it mean what you think? Do you create did you create an amazing insight? How can you collaborate with the producer to show that off? How can you make sure you will continue to get what you need as the data product evolves as the domain that's producing it evolves? Right? I'll be digging somewhat deeper on on the next episode with a rant on data contracts on this. If I missed anything here, let me know. If I'm way off base, let me know as well. Hope this was useful for you. And with that, Scott out. Hopefully that was a useful Mesh Musing for you. Please do rate and review the podcast. It really does help. And if you'd like to get in touch and see how I can be helpful to you, check out the show notes. I'm pretty easy to find. As I mentioned, there are some great free programs in addition to some very affordable things round implementer intros and roundtables on the data mesh understanding website as always if you have suggestions for guests or topics please do get in touch have a wonderful rest of your day and with that now on to the funky outro music